Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. Hey there. Today we have a very special guest, Peter Radcliffe. And we are going to be talking all about how in your business, it's very easy to, you know, get the strategy and get support, but it's not so easy sometimes to get out of your own way when it comes to your limiting beliefs and your mindset. And so Peter is an expert in all things mindset. He also helps coaches um, like me um, grow their business. So um, we're going to be going into it. Welcome to the show, Peter. Hi, Hayley. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a nice, bright, early, crisp morning here. So great to be up and uh, talking mindset and, and, uh, you know, personal development with yourself. Yes. Awesome. So we are both in the business of helping coaches grow their business. And sometimes, I don't know about you, Peter, but it takes more than just getting strategy, right? So I always, um, when people say, I need to know if you have testimonials, I need to know, you know, what have been your results. But then at the same time, they don't believe in themselves. Like they're like, okay, uh, that's cool that you've been able to do that. But this, how, is this going to work for me? Mm. Um, Because I think they have all these special things about them that makes, it's going to make it really hard for them to be successful. So tell me a little bit about What are some of the common beliefs or things holding coaches back where you know they could be so successful if they just moved through this? And we'll start there. Yeah, well, I I think um, a common journey that all uh, coaches tend to take is they often go through a journey themselves, don't they? So they often deal, you know, I've got coaches that have dealt with anorexia or domestic violence or have been through marital split ups and all of that. And when they get to the other side of that, they feel that they've been helped so much they want to give back. And they also feel like they know somewhat about that whole process because indeed they've been through it themselves. And there's nothing better than speaking to a coach that you know has been in the same situation that you have uh previously so we do move through that uh cycle and and that is one of the the benefits of uh uh you know of um uh, of helping people where you've been in that in that situation yourself um i myself uh went through that whole cycle i was 
not really interested in building a business at first. I was very much interested in my own personal development. And I think, uh, you know, we've talked before, Haley, and you know, I'm very avid meditator and into mindfulness. And I got a huge amount of growth from my teachers and things like that. And it was actually my passion for the world to try to share that with as many people as possible. So I went into business uh, not knowing you know, how to uh, create a business. And so I had to reach out to people like yourselves who could coach me on all the specifics. Um, but it's actually then that you start that second personal journey because some of the things that you realize that are holding you back are your fears and limiting decisions. And in fact, as my business has progressed, then this understanding this understanding that our own limiting beliefs are one of the major obstacles that holds us back has become more and more evident so uh, we here at skillful mind create and help coaches build businesses and we supply them with you know how to do the social media marketing and ideas of what how to create their own message and how to create a web page and how to put into place a video for themselves and who to target and all of that but primarily and more and more uh, we spent almost the first half of it getting their mindset correct and that actually requires getting very very personal like actually what do you want out of life that this business is going to help to deliver. Not just how do you create a good business, but what is in it personally for you? Because if you're authentic and you're uh, pure, then you will have passion and you will have uh, what we, you know, coherence of vision um, and congruence in what you're doing. And that'll come across as being so powerful when you're out there talking to other customers. Totally. And I agree. It's really important to know that about yourself why you're doing what you're doing when it comes to building your messaging because if you're not really if you're opening up with yeah i design websites or yeah i help i am a health coach you don't stand out at all what stands out to people is your why and your story and how it applies to your audience and what they're going through um yeah. to really help them so tell me like when somebody comes to you and you say that you really have to spend a lot of time with them going deep on mindset, what are some, um, what's an example of a pattern they see coaches going through and how, how do you start, what's some ways they can start to break through that? Yeah, it's uh, a great question. Uh, so I think we all know we all have uh, lots of things going on for us, like imposter syndrome, where we don't believe we're good enough, or we have a very transactional type of way of thinking that you have to do this for me and I'm not going to spend any time with the customer unless I get paid. Uh, we have fears that, um, are, you know, I'm not good enough or people won't like me uh, or we worry that we're not technologically savvy enough. And then it can even get back to uh, mindsets around why you do this business. Like people can, for example, still have hangovers for wanting to please parents. Uh, maybe they have a sense of abandonment 
And so their business is a way to try to create friends for them. I mean, some of this stuff can be quite deep and it's really, really hard to dig those mind patterns out. And on the surface, like for example, let's say uh, that, you know, once upon a time, uh, you, you tried to present something, this is my, and often this stems back to childhood, that's the issue, you know, present something to your parents or something and it was pushed aside and you weren't giving the recognition and that resulted in a sense of abandonment. And then for that, you're always trying to be a people pleaser. And you might say, well, how is that going to reflect on business? But it does because it gives you this sense of, in that case, sometimes a sense of grasping. And so the coach is, is sort of grasping for something, maybe recognition for, for the client. And then in return, at an unconscious level, your customers will kind of feel that mindset. It's very, very hard to describe, but it's very palpable uh, once you know or once you're sort of exposed on what to look for that a coach is is somehow grasping for something and as a result at an unconscious level that rapport is not going to, to to be there as strongly as it can be if you're pure and clean of all of this uh, or maybe there is a, a respect thing maybe the customers don't respect you as much because they feel like you're grasping onto something so those are some patterns which play out very subtly between you as the coach and clients or customers that you're trying to help, um, you know, go forward, which we as coaches can uh, flip. And the interesting thing is once we flip those mindsets and you move from a mindset of abandonment to a mindset of confidence and empowerment, then not only does that help you in your journey as a coach, but then you're empowered, actually, because you've seen it in yourself. You're empowered to watch for those same traits in other people and then help flip them uh, in other people as well. And when you do that for a customer, boy, they are so grateful and they'll be your, you know, your trusted or your, uh, you know, uh, what's the word, your raving fan for, for a long time to come. Love it. Yes, we teach what we most need to learn, as they say, the quote. Mm -hmm. um, so what about when it comes to those examples, what if I come to you and I have this pattern and I know where it comes from, or maybe I don't even know where it comes from. Um, when you say, yeah, we flip that, obviously it's a process, but how does somebody start to flip that? Well, the, you know, at least 50% of the, even more, maybe 80% of the process is actually in the realization. So the, the amount of ahas or the gasps or whatever we have when someone suddenly realizes that, oh my God, I've been running that same pattern for 20 years now. I can see it impregnates in everything we do. And see, this is the thing is those patterns can replicate themselves not only in our work but in our family and with our friends and even people i mean we actually do uh interventions where people have chronic pain or chronic illnesses uh 
And often when you dig down into that physical attribute that's been there for like months, we find that there's an emotional cause. So people are clinging to safety or clinging on to some fear. And then when they release that, their physical condition actually disappears as well. So uh, sometimes it manifests even as a physical condition. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so it's, it's really through questioning and it's very, very personal questioning. And the way that I do it is we talk about, you know, subjects such as what people really want in life and what they think is holding them back. And I will ask questions like, you know, so there's a fear. You know, there's a fear of being good enough holding you back. So what's beneath that, you know, or what? what's the meaning of that? And it causes them to search at an unconscious level about what is the meaning of why I'm fearful? Or I believe that there must be reciprocity in, in our relationships. You know, what's the, what's the core of that? What's the meaning of that? And then I'll ask questions like, for example, when was that first ever an issue in your life? And this is something we talk, something called timeline therapy, where we go back in time. And it can often trigger memories, sometimes repressed memories of, yes, I remember clearly now the first time that happened, it was uh, when I was in the playground, I was seven years old and something terrible happened to me. Sometimes these things are rooted in traumas. So that's where I'm saying it can get very personal uh, about a person's upbringing, you know, and I might ask questions like what was expected to you as a child and how did your parents and, and society treat you at that time? And then how did that go through as you were beginning your career and things like that? And then all of a sudden people will get that recognition and bang, they've got it. Now that's not the end of the process, but that's a really important part of that process. Um, and then once, if they've got a very clear recognition, then it's actually quite easy to flip. So, yeah. Nice. Okay. So like usually when people have a limiting belief, I'm sure, um, or a fear, it's because they're afraid of either experiencing a certain emotion. Cause you know, what if they experience rejection or what if, um, they have to grieve or what if they feel disappointment and they feel like that sounds terrible and I don't really want to do that because our brain's wired to probably not want to have those emotions. And then also there's the, um, the piece about, okay, yeah, maybe you have those emotions, but then maybe you are also thinking that you need a certain outcome to feel a certain way. And so you want that outcome to be present. So if somebody's afraid to um, maybe process or feel those emotions or maybe they're not going deep with you or um, something like that. Is there any tools or techniques you can share when it comes to how to allow those emotions without judging yourself or, or just like any tips around emotions? Yes, exactly. So um, you're right. I always put it down. You know, uh, the, the other flip side of me is I'm a meditator and I study the philosophy, the Buddhist and Hindu and Huna tradition philosophies. I love those ancient philosophies. And to them, a lot of this comes back to our ego of wanting to be a special person. And in order to sort of be this special person, to try to be this great person, we want to try to attract 
things. And so we've got this grasping that if I can only get to uh, 50 customers and $100,000 revenue a year, that will mean that I'm this, uh, I've achieved this certain status, which I'm after. Or they absolutely, as you say, fear something that they will represent that they're failing or something like that, any signs of failure. So rather than go to a risky type of situation, like putting themselves out there on video, they procrastinate and put it off because they're so scared that their video will be put out there and rejected. So you're right about that. Now, in terms of tools, there's uh, a couple of things. One, what we do is, is, is personal coaching. But as you say, these personal questions are going to need a lot of trust. So often the irony is, is we bring people in that want to build their business and then we talk about these things being so important and we have to often have three or four sessions with them before they get to know us and they feel like they can trust us and then they start to open up. So uh, a coach is really helpful because they can look from the outside and especially if they played those patterns out in their head before, they've played that game, so to speak, they can see that game easily. But the other side of it, as I said, is knowing those patterns are running in yourself. And eventually you can find that through simple introspection. And I'm a big meditator. And so I'm very much a um, you know proponent of putting in place a daily mindfulness uh, uh, program. Even 15, 20 minutes a day is excellent if you can do that. And you know, it just helps in so many areas. It helps us be focused for the day. Um, it helps us calm down. But mo but as well as that, it allows you to deepen your understanding of yourself. And then you see these patterns playing out in the distractions that come to your mind when you're meditating. So you try to concentrate on your breath and you'll often see patterns coming in and they'll you'll see that there's a commonality and you'll realize, hey, most of my... Uh, thoughts are around jealousy or they're around a feeling of fear or anxiety or maybe anger or hatred and you'll see those patterns playing out and then you can work on them yourselves or you can go to a coach like yourself or myself and and say oh can you help me flip these and uh, let them go mm. nice yeah I like that and and that's a great place to start especially because you know, what you've mentioned is awareness is so important that that takes care of a big chunk of flipping a belief. Um, so what about once you become aware, what is the last 20%, as you say, um, to help somebody start to implement changes and, and things like that? So the, the, the flip is often much quicker and faster than anyone uh, believes and it is a, just a matter of re-deciding so when we make an un but it has to be at an unconscious level that's the thing and so if you think oh yeah it's logically it makes sense that for instance I shouldn't fear putting myself on video because no one's expecting me to be 100% perfect anyway I should just do it. It's one thing to do it consciously, but it's another thing to get rid of that unconscious fear of 
um, letting that fear of, of, of being judged, for example, letting that go. But it is ultimately just a replacement at that level. And it's about seeing clearly with clarity how this pattern is repeating and how it's an illusion. Um, and so we will go into it and we'll, we'll actually talk about how this limiting belief is holding you back physically, emotionally, mentally, how it's holding you back in your career. And so you, you sort of gain weight on the side of, you know, why not let it go? It's not helping me at all. And then again, talk about what is an empowering, uh, mindset that will help you go forward in your business and see how rewarding that is doesn't it just make sense to make that decision and so we call it learnings uh, we call it new decisions and when people grasp that strongly enough it sort of sinks down permeates into that unconscious level and they actually just re-decide then and there you know what, I've had it with all of this hiding, I'm just gonna put myself out there. So that's the final uh, 30%. And people will explain that it's feel, it feels like emotional baggage just being let go. So you just let go of this emotional baggage and that's the best feeling in the world. It's like you're not carrying around that backpack of heavy emotions anymore. And from the outside, what it does is it makes you clearer people will say to you mate your eyes are clearer your skin is clearer but more importantly your language and your understanding when you're talking to customers is more clear and i always think as a coach the best thing we can do is to be like a mirror to the people so when i'm coaching i always uh, try to perceive myself as a mirror for that person. So I'm reflecting back to them their, you know, good points, their strengths, and also their weaknesses. And then you know, the clearer the mirror that I can be, the more obvious it is they can see what they need to do to change in their own mindset to go from that place of you know, uh, a, a limiting mindset that we, we say, you know, holding them back to a more empowering mindset that will take them forward. So I see a coach's journey as, and we always see this, a coach needs a good coach, don't they? You know, if you're a coach, you always need a good coach. And so my journey is to continuously clean off any of the mindsets and the patterns that I hold so that I can be a more reflective clear mirror for my customers and um i think you don't need to what you know we what we i also like to learn skills and better techniques to help them but i actually now think that they're secondary the more clean that i can be both generally as a person and also inside the session when i'm going to help coach someone things just happen magically then and people see what they need to do to change so i like that analogy of the mirror which is why i harbored on about it so i hope you don't yes, mind yes i love that no that's really really good and and so true because too when you're forcing a change in yourself and you haven't changed your unconscious it's going to continue to feel like willpower and like you're carrying this heavy backpack with you versus what you're saying is going through a whole comprehensive process to to 
change your unconscious belief at the core, at the root, so it doesn't require so much willpower or it doesn't require you to feel like, God, this is such an effort. And, and the way that you put that is that you decide and you, um, you recommit and you make that decision for yourself because you've seen, kind of done a, a cost-benefit analysis, you've seen where this belief comes from, you've figured out where, why you know, your younger self or whatever had formed that belief. Um, and work through the process with you. And um, and so I think that that's really valuable to share. And one of the things that um, I can say personally, because I've worked with Peter a little bit behind the scenes with my business partner on his marketing a little, and I can tell you that Peter really cares about his clients and Peter is a living, breathing example of you know improving himself so that he can improve what he teaches his clients. And I agree with you that having um, a constant practice on yourself is almost more important than getting into the nitty gritty about the little techniques and the little, did I ask that question right as a coach and whatever it is um, when it comes to just general coaching principles. So what would you say to a coach who maybe um, is a little bit like, that sounds nice, but you know, I, I don't know if it's that big of a deal. Like I'm, I'm still putting myself out there. I'm still doing some things for my business, but I don't know if I really need to, you know, dive deep into all this mindset stuff. What would you say to them? Uh, well, it'll come up. Like I'm actually confident that, you know, this will sow a seed and in time it'll come up. But uh, what we're getting very efficient at, both myself and my partner, Mana, is being helping to identify those mindset patterns. And so we're so confident now that we're actually offering free 45-minute sessions uh, to help people identify what is a mindset that might be holding them back. And so really there's nothing to lose. And like I said, if we can identify that mindset uh, in 45 minutes, you're already past halfway in order to flip it. So whether you want to go and do therapy, and as you know, we we run uh, the, the programs, neuro-linguistic programming. So we train people to be NLP practitioners, and that really has a whole lot of tools in order to do that last 20 or 30%, whether it's a parts integration or whether it's going back in your timeline. But there are other modalities out there as well. So whatever people choose to do. But if they go into that knowing that this is the pattern that's been holding me back, now I would like to go and, and change that with whoever I want. Um, that's up to them. But to, you know, uh, I, I would say try out a 45-minute uh, mindset session with us, completely free of charge. There is nothing to lose. But in my experience, uh, invariably, there's always one or two mindsets that are holding us back. And with some people, they're quite minor, but it's still interesting to know that. Uh, and But with other ones, it's major and they don't even realize it. So uh, it's a huge awakening for them. And, and sometimes it's the people, exactly as you said, Hayley, well, I don't think there's anything holding me back, but I just can't seem to make any money. I just can't seem to get energized. 
I still feel a sense of trepidation when clients are coming to see me. You know, minor things they think, and yet when we dig into it, boom, there's the limiting decisions that's been with them for years. So uh, that's as well, that's our offer is to, uh, you know, catch up with people. And I definitely would um, dare people, I challenge you to come along and see if we can't identify that mindset pattern. I love it. It's totally worth it. And I think everybody here can um, book a call with Peter and go to his website. We'll put that in the show notes. Peter, um, before I ask you all your social links and all that, I just want to say it when you say sometimes we don't see it, we don't realize how much it's it's crushing our business. It's kind of like when somebody is um, really unhealthy and they're so used to being tired all the time and they're so used to eating really bad foods that they don't even know how good they could possibly feel because they've never tried it. <laughs> they just don't even know that that exists. And mm -hmm. so I think it's so powerful what you said there. And really, you have nothing to lose um, by connecting with you. So where can everybody find you? Yeah, so um we have a few websites, but I'll give one. Uh, and that is, uh, I'm not sure which one to, I think the best one is probably our NLP website. So because we teach NLP and that's sort of one of the basis for these techniques, it's Adelaide NLP. Adelaide is the city where I live, uh, but we do most of our work online now these days as everyone is doing. So Adelaide nlp.com.au and there you'll find a link to a free uh, 45 minute session but you'll also actually also find a lot of resources there as well that people can download for free as well so that's the website uh you can find me on facebook at peter radcliffe uh, just search um facebook and you'll uh, see my face there hopefully among all the other peter radcliffe's in the world um, and those are really the two uh, best ways of reaching out. And um, you can book straight into our calendar uh, whenever uh, suits you so that we get the timing right. I know there are people at different time zones around the world, so uh, it's best to do it that way. Um, yeah, and I'll absolutely look forward to finding and chatting to people with similar mindsets and those people that are in growth mindsets and see that. Business is a way of personal development and personal development is a way to make your business thrive. So the two are interconnected. If you're in of that mindset, then definitely we should meet. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming to the show and we'll put all that in the show notes at HaleyRow.com. People can go to the blogs page and they'll be able to see it. And um, thanks so much. It was great talking to you, Hayley, this morning. I, I really loved it. So thanks for the opportunity and have a great rest of the day. You too. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRow.com slash strategy hyphen 
call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.